Hey everyone, this is Spectacular Slovakia, the podcast in which we travel and discover the best bits of Slovak culture. My name is Peter Dlhopulec and I'll be joined by James Thompson, who has lived in Bratislava for 10 years now. Well, I think it was partly just um, a sort of quest for, natural human quest for survival. That's to say I needed to feed myself and, and being too lazy to sort of cook a complicated meal every night, I, I sort of went out in search, or every, every lunchtime went out in search. This week we're inviting you to have a lunch with us. Don't worry, we're not gonna cook. Speaking for myself, it would not go down well, but we're about to take you on a short trip to Jedaling. It's a place that has indeed a long tradition, which goes back to the times of Czechoslovakia. And I'm going to mention one more place, Hotel Patince in Patince, a small village in southern Slovakia. That is where you can spend a nice weekend if you decide to buy one of the spectacular Slovakia travel guides. All you need to do is type shop.spectator.sk in your search engine and pick one of the guides. If you want to win, hurry up as our competition ends by the last day of July. And now, get your plates ready. Welcome, James. Welcome, Peter. Well, it's the first time we actually meet in person. so I think it is, yes. Yeah, nice yes. Hello, nice, nice, nice to yeah, meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. And we will talk about, um, well, yeah, darling. Um, Not just one. No, <laughs> there are many in Bratislava, actually, because you are a fan, obviously, right? I am, yes, yes. So what did you have for lunch today? I had... Uh, and did you go to Yedalin? I did, yeah. No, in preparation for our, our little talk, um, I went to one on Miletichova that... Um, I, I don't know who recommended it to me, but... Um, uh, and it's a classic because it's it, 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 um, of the genre because it doesn't have a name. Um, it's just called Sama Obsluha Restauratia, which I love. But um, what I had was Hrstkova uh, Polyoka, mm-hmm. I don't still know quite what was in a Hrstova polyoka, but it was quite tasty. Sort of vegetable, sort of whatever they had left at the end of the week, just lobbed in a pot, I think. Wow, that had to be tasty, really. It was, it was great. No, no, the soups, well, we'll come back to this, but the soups are, are typically um, great in Slovak food generally. And then ribia filet with some kind of zemiakova, zemiakova shalat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we should probably explain what the Adalin is at first. Yes. But you wrote a piece about that. Sure I, I, I did. People can consult that at length <laughs> if they wish. But um, I mean, I, I'm defining Yedalin uh, pretty broadly, actually, to mean almost anything, anywhere that serves a kind of dinner menu, which isn't really what a Yedalin is. So even the kind of, you know, even here in Bratislava in sort of fancy schmancy restaurants, they'll do a kind of dinner menu. They'll charge you 10 euros for it. Don't pay 10 euros, everybody. <laughs> um, but in, in the classic Yedalin, it's kind of, it's a self-service thing. You get a like a tray and you get a, normally a soup and a main course as a sort of package deal for mm-hmm. about, well, if you shop around, you can get them ex- exceedingly cheap. Um, I mean, outside Bratislava, you can get them for three euros or less, but in Bratislava, sort of four to five euros is about the going rate, I would say. And it's not a new thing, actually, in Slovakia. No. It goes really back in time, even to communism or socialism. Yeah. And you obviously, you've never lived in communism, but you came here in 2009, so... I'm living the legacy. <laughs> so can you, like, just get the feeling of... Yedalin, how do you find it when, when you enter? There are a kaleidoscope of uh, experiences in Yedalin. I mean, as I say, some of them are basically restaurants that just mm-hmm. do a kind of a meal deal to attract trade at lunchtime, and they can be quite um, sort of fancy. Um, but your classic Yedalin is sort of like a, 
it's like a school dining room is kind that's of how I describe it. I think that would work for most people even outside Slovakia or a kind of maybe hospital dining room, which, may, which doesn't make it sound too appetizing. Well, Slovaks um, do not like food in Slovak hospitals. Do they not? Okay, well, I can't say I've ever eaten in a hotel. Not, not by choice anyway, that I can recall. <laughs> but um, what, what I mean is that they're quite institutional. They can, they can mm-hmm. be sometimes be quite, quite institutional. Although the one I, I, I ate at Mletichova today was actually um, you know, quite tastefully decorated. But the point is you go there for a feed and, and normally quite a quite a quick feed so it's it's the lunchtime tray it's self-service and uh, you get a limited choice there are normally two or three soups or maybe three or four mains if you get there early if you get there late yeah forget it you're on fried cheese and um and then uh, you sit down and, and you scoff and you go and that's kind of so it's a sort of 30 minute exercise normally and some of these yedalne i've, I've got to, that's the plural of yedalne <laughs> if, if we switch between them uh some of them will will, will serve you know, hundreds of meals a day. They're, they're quite big operations. Um, there's a couple near where I live in Petrojalka that get, you know, workmen from local workshops and factories, get students from the economic university, get the, mm-hmm. the sort of local residential trade. And uh, yeah, they could serve two or 300 covers a day, I, I guess. I mean, I'm estimating it every day. So it's, 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 not, a, it's not a sort of uh, refined dining experience. How about the smell? Because I remember... <laughs> Depends what they're cooking. Because I remember... Like, Always I sp- cabbage. In, in primary school and in, in yeah. high school, like, I went to school canteen every day. Yeah, yeah. And I think most people find it really, like, they are fed up with Yedalen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're, you're different. Well, yeah, you are, <laughs> yeah as, they, <laughs> as I'm told frequently, yeah, you're different. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say that like, mostly it was because of the food. Yeah. Honestly, it mm. looked um, disgusting. I'm not saying about it, nothing about the taste okay. of food. But, like, the aesthetics. It, yeah, horrible. And oh. then the second thing, it was yeah. the smell, the horrible oh. smell. Right, so okay. What about the smell in Yedalen? What about the smell? Well, maybe I don't have a very well-developed <laughs> sense of smell, but I don't think it's too That's bad. That's why you come there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, I mean, I've got the advantage, of course, that I don't have that background, if you like. I haven't I haven't grown up, you know, learning to loathe. But I think it must be the same uh, in the UK, where you come from. Yeah. I mean, canteens, school canteens. Well, I mean, I suppose school dinners, as we call them in Britain, have more of a uh, kind of nostalgic feel, partly because they, they, they've become less common, I think, in mm-hmm. recent years. It used to be something that, yeah, when I was at school, I had school dinners. And I, I don't have any particularly negative memories <laughs> of school dinners. I mean, sometimes they're pretty ordinary meals. But um, as a kid, I, I don't say I wasn't much of a gourmand. I'm, yeah. I'm obviously not much of one now either. But <laughs> but um, now the smell, I, I think they've sort of, maybe they're aware of this problem. I mean, th- I have actually, that's not fair. I have I have been in one yet down in, in Petrozalka, which does smell, not, not only look like a hospital ward, but smells like one as well. So that one, yeah, is really only for the, for the, um, the, the hardcore fans. But the other ones I go into, uh, yeah, like restaurants, they, they have proper kitchens with ventilation systems. Unless you happen to be living in the uh, panelac above it, um, you, you don't get the smells. If you do live in the panelac above it, then the smells waft up the, the lift elevator and you can tell whether they're cooking, you know, resin or, or um, fried cheese or whatever that morning. But it's because, well, I went to one today, the one you recommended, next to the old market, Gastro Uyakuba. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, name yeah. Of yeah. Well, I don't know uh, recommend so the was the word, but yeah, you said you asked me about. It, I said there's one there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, it did not smell that bad, but the smell it was really obvious because next to the counters where they serve food, yeah. there's kitchen. Yeah, obviously. So you were you were triggered, were you, Peter? 
Yeah, yeah, and and I wanted to try it, but before that, I wanted to take yeah. some pictures yeah. and video, but the lady was not really yeah uh, happy about that. <laughs> well, I mean, the, yeah, this is the thing. I mean, I, I've had sort of, uh, I've never had bad experience yet, yeah, but you, yeah, they, they can be a bit gruff. I mean, mm. and it, it is, it is, in that sense, it is sort of redolent of the sort of, I guess, what the experience was like under co- communism. I mean, I, I don't know because I've never heard of communism, but. Um, I mean, customer service at some of these places is not their forte. They, they're there to serve cheap food, and sure. and uh, so yeah, they, they they're not the most maybe the welcoming experience, most welcoming experience for, for especially for foreign visitors. Um, I, on the other hand, I should say that the one that I go to in Petrojaka re- regularly, I mean, the people there. I, one of the reasons I go there is because the, the 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 ladies there, they're all women that serve and, and cook, are so so nice. I mean, they're just they're just really friendly, and and they they sort of say hello, and and which is quite quite unusual in 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 restaurants uh, in slovakia i've noticed even ones that you go to fairly regularly so I, I i find that really appealing so where can we find it exactly this one is the one i mentioned in the article called uran oh uh, yeah yeah the planet the, well i asked them about this uh, is it named after the planet or after the radioactive mm. metal and they said no no the planet <laughs> and and in fact there's a there's a like a little solar system of these places and they're not actually commercially linked but they mm-hmm. just i guess when they were building Petrojalka which is a, a huge residential area of, of Bratislava for those who don't live in Bratislava. They set up, they, you know, they built bars and cafes and restaurants at the same time as they were building the houses. It was all a bit sort of haphazard at the time, I think, but several of these were named after planets for some reason, I don't know. And, um, and so there is, a, I think, a, a Neptune and a Saturn and other ones if you, nice. if you hunt around. I'm not sure they've all survived because, <laughs> you know, this was you know, 30 or 40 years ago, but this one has. And... It's a kind of classic, kind of serves a little bit the social um, functions of what, what's say, a pub would in, in Britain. I mean, there are pubs as well that coach mm-hmm. me in, in, uh, in Petrojalka as well. But what I mean is that there's, as well as the lunchtime trade, there are the sort of the locals. So the, the old, old folk or the old guys normally sort of shuffle in there at about 10 in the morning, get a beer. There's a smoking room. They can go in and have a cigarette. And there's a little sukraren thing where they yeah. can get a cake and a cup of tea as well. So, um, and, um, and the same characters sort of wandering around most days if you go in there. So, uh, and how often do you eat uh, in Gidalen? Oh, I don't know, weekly? two or three times a week, maybe. Oh, Could be. Yeah, it depends, it depends where I'm working because I have a sort of rather peripatetic. And regarding the food, lifestyle. is it the same or like, all the time? Because I would be fed up if I, if I came there like yeah. every day. Um, well, as I say, I mean, obviously, probably you're more of a gourmand. You mentioned that after going I'm to not, right, no, 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 no. Well, no. You, 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 after after you you let this slip, and after you went down to the to to the Yedan, and you ended up at that that place behind Tesco, which is called what Fudu? Fudu, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, nowhere called Fudu is it Yedan? Well, I mean, no, no. I know the place. I'm sure it's fine, but I mean, it's just it's uh you know it, it's you know Fudu's got hipster written all <laughs> over it, hasn't it? Um, and no, no offense to our hipster <laughs> listeners, but um, you know, just the the, the Yedan experience is a bit more authentic for me, but. Uh, for, for me, the, the nice thing is that actually it, it sort of has memories of school dinners for, for you in maybe a negative way. For me, it's just a, it's quite an unusual thing. In Britain, eating out at lunchtime is not something you do very often, apart from sort of getting sandwiches or mm-hmm. sort of takeaway food, which people end up eating at their desk when they're working. And so the, the, this concept in Slovakia, it's not restricted to Jedalen, but also you know, pubs and restaurants do it as well, of having a, a, a fixed two-course, three-course meal for a reasonable price and... Normally, I have to say, really well cooked. I, it's not often that I get a bad meal at a, the Yedalen. And often, considering what they're working with, that's to say the price you're paying and the number of people they're serving, it's really extraordinarily good, I would say. The, t- the soups are, are consistently very good. 
And the main courses are sometimes very tasty, and even if they're not, they're they're you know perfectly uh, edible. They might not be. It's not a gourmet experience. You don't go to to it for for that, but you get a, a very solid meal. And and I like this. I like this idea that the Slovak um, sort of tradition of of having a solid meal uh, during the day. I mean, this time of year when it's thirty degrees, it's you maybe don't want to have a you know kind of huge great resin and a yeah. pile of potatoes and all the rest of it, but. Um, but in the winter um, or in the autumn, it's it's nice to have a solid meal and and uh, not have to also honestly sort of cook yourself if if you don't have the time or the or the um, kind of uh, capacity to do that. So and the tradition of eating out in the UK is it? So you said that they eat let's say sandwiches. Yeah. Um, is it because of the prices or? Yeah, I mean it's part partly because of that. Partly because it's just not set up to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and it's a kind of vicious circle. So. The prices are relatively high to get a sit-down meal in, I don't know, London, for instance. I mean, that's exceptionally expensive, but um, you wouldn't be able to get much less than about ten pounds, for instance, about sort of eleven, twelve euros, and you, you can't do that every day. So, if you're, I mean, without it becoming quite expensive, unless you're earning plenty of money. So, you know, this is a, an affordable, healthy mm-hmm. kind of filling lunchtime meal, and it's also helped by this. Um, although I, I, I sort of hesitate to say this because I'm not a big fan of these things, the sort of funny money, but it's sort of supported by the Stravniliski system where yeah. people are partly, uh, employees are paid uh, a kind of luncheon voucher. Yeah. And obviously the, the menu price often tracks the value of the Stravniliski mm-hmm. that people get. So, and they're, they're in all sorts of weird denominations. I mean, I've seen Stravniliski for like one euro 63. I don't know where you can buy anything <laughs> for one euro 63, but, um, <laughs> but, but normally they're about, uh, I think they're about 350, now yeah. four euros, mm-hmm. something around that. And so the, the, the value of the, the meal um, tends to reflect that. And then of course these businesses exist to um, capitalize on, on the fact that people have this kind of uh, sats money they have to spend at a restaurant or in a, or in a supermarket. And let's talk about specific meals they serve yes. in your dorms so yeah. like what is your favorite one well Let's i'm uh, that one. i quite like slovak food and well, most uh, of it there should be slovak right well i mean okay uh, all right resin is slovak food but it, it's schnitzel and they serve anyway it's not uniquely slovak mm-hmm. but yeah yeah um but um they serve things like uh, the thing i have today ribeir filet mm-hmm. is basically a glorified you know, fish finger, it's a large fish finger, what we call a fish finger. So, I mean, there's nothing particularly Slovak about that. And, mm, and it's true. also seafood. So, I mean, again, not especially Slovak, but but they do uh, halushki from time to time, stravachki, which is a sort of a sort of cabbage version of halushki. My favorite, privarok, with a couple of big, oh, you're gagging. Peter, what's the problem? Please hold it back. Not in the studio. This, is, <laughs> this equipment's expensive. Seriously, what? Privarok? Privarok, yeah. No, that was the worst meal in school. Seriously. In Why? School. It just looked disgusting. It looked and disgusting. Like, you just, is the estate, what, is the sausages or is it just that kind of bowl of gloop underneath them? Well, everything about everything. that. Everything. Just and two slices of, of brown bread on the side. I love it. It's the ultimate the, proletarian Do you meal. get it with, uh, with an egg in the middle? You've got to ask very nicely for that. That's only for special... That's only for... <laughs> <laughs> Only by special oh. request. No, I really hated Privarok. Really, no. Well, maybe. I mean, okay, again, this but is we can talk aspect. about. It. We can. Talk or, about yeah, all right. In therapy, maybe. But um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I, but the um, what I like about it as well is I, I actually quite like beans, and they are not with with the noble exception of baked beans, which is some kind of kind of uh, parody of beans that we have in Britain that comes out of a mm-hmm. tin. I don't know if you're familiar with this. But yeah. apart from that, beans don't form a big part of British cuisine. And it turns out I quite like beans. So Privado being based on beans, I'm, I'm a big fan of the old 
puzzle of a Furioka as well. So well, that's what I like. Oh, right. right. Okay. But not from. All oh, right. So if it's in soup, it's all right. But if it's in a yeah. bowl with a couple of sausages on top, suddenly. I don't know. I didn't say that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Never, 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 ever. All right. Well, um, since I graduated, I've never eaten Furioka. So. You've never eaten. What since you left school, you've mm-hmm. never, you've never eaten Furioka. Thank God. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, hipster restaurants. <laughs> this is your chance. You know, get in there. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, and so regardless of Prevarok, what else can we find? Right. What else? Uh, well, so because uh, I would say like most meals there are meat. Well, you, your Slovak diner on the whole it, it demands meat. I would mm. say. I mean, I don't know whether he does or whether they just expect that he will, he or she will. So yeah, meat features heavily, and and all, as with all Slovak food, even the meals that you don't think would include meat, like kapustava polioka end up with like bits of sausage floating around in them mm. as well but you do get uh you do get salads and and sometimes uh, vegetarian dishes in fact i'd say normally they try and put on really one, well vegetarian? yeah but it's vegetarian is normally fried cheese or something like that or fried cauliflower or one of those oh. kind of things so but it depends that the more go-ahead places will have um more interesting options um i mean a privara without the sausages is is vegetarian I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say i'm not quite sure it depends on your sort of degree of vegetarianism is, is egg allowed as for vegetarian is that is yeah it? yeah it is i, I used to be i used to be for two years and I, yeah okay so, so you go in the egg okay so your privara with an egg <laughs> knocked on the top that there you go there's your, there's your vegetarian option but yeah you're right uh, meat features pretty heavily um so you've got your segadinsky goulash mm-hmm. um which is for me a typically slovak dish despite the name uh goulash from seged which is in hungary but um i'm sure if you took one of those to, to hungary they'd, they'd look at you askance and you've got your resin uh the schnitzel um which is a staple what other sort uh, of stuff sviechkova, you know what that is yeah occasionally you get a sviechkova yeah and i like i'm a big fan of the sviechkova but i have to say not doesn't come around very often the, the sviechkova mm-hmm. You get these, those... Um, Just in fancy restaurants, probably. Well, yeah, sort of... Uh, no, no, I've had it in the regular, yeah, don't I? But, um, uh, yeah, the fancier places tend to tend to serve that. And do you get any cakes there? Uh, well, it depends where you go. But, yeah, quite often they're kind of... They're, there's a sukraren with a yadaren. They, they often go together. Uh, so, um, yeah, not not uncommon to get a, a petemik or one of those indescribable cream cake things that are quite popular here, but which I can't ever... I, I'm sort of, for those big kind of sloppy cream cakes... As you are with those, um, with the uh, with the pre-varok, I just uh, I can't quite do it. Mm-hmm. And well, I didn't ask that, I think, but mm. how did you discover that? Like, yeah, darling. Well, I think it was partly just um, a sort of quest for natural human quest for survival. That's to say, I needed to feed myself, and and being too lazy to sort of cook a complicated meal every night, I, I sort of went out and searched. Every every lunchtime, went in search of these places. And as I say, as you as you found that the, the the greeting might not always be the most effusive when you go in these places, but providing you've got um, four euros in your pocket, they'll give you some food, and it's pretty normally pretty obvious how the thing works. You sort of pick up a tray, stand yeah. in a queue, and, and then they they give you whatever you point to. And my advice is, providing you're not vegetarian, in which case you obviously need to be a bit more careful about what what you choose. Uh, I just try whatever's on the menu. I normally just, and, and if it the, the weirder it looks, the more the, the more likely I am to try it. I mean, of course, you you get little um, hiccups along the way, but um, uh, but but generally it's it's tasty. I, I, you you really get something that's really inedible. I, I'd say the one exception is for or the the one surprise that there might be is is the Slovak, um, and they do this quite often at Yedelin, especially on Fridays. I've noticed is the the sweet main course. So uh, the parene buktičky, yeah, yeah, you. I love that. Yeah, some throwback to schools as well. Again, I think it was the one meal True. that people liked. 
and I can't still quite wrap my head around the idea of a sweet main course. It doesn't mm. sort of work for me. So I've had it a couple of times, and that that sort of what's the kind of the sort of halushki type thing with poppy seed on it? Shilansa's macon. Okay. Yes, yeah, so Shilansa's macon. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that pops up occasionally too. If you've got a sweet tooth, you might, might want to give it a go. And if someone decides to go there, yeah. what is the thing they should keep in mind? Um, in Slovakia, people tend to eat lunch quite early. So um, if you go in there, sort of like me, at about 12.30 or 1 o'clock, expecting to get a kind of full range of choices, you know, you can forget it because the university students and the workmen and, and the locals have all been through it about. Mm. Well, I've seen people eating lunch at these places at like 10.30 in the morning. So... So you, you've that's got way early, jeez. That, oh yeah, that's what I think. But I mean, obviously they don't. So um, yeah, sort of. I think that the main the main uh, uh, traffic is, is sort of between about eleven and twelve. So if if you want to get the full choice, but the the bigger places will have that most of the choices still available later. But um, the smaller ones won't. So I'd say just just look around. You'll, you'll find plenty of these places sort of uh, hidden away, especially in in Bratislava. But also the, most of the most of the major towns and cities in, in Slovakia will have some. And I think you mentioned that schools also, they're also called Yedalen in schools. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in So I, I know there are a couple of places, um, I haven't tried one recently that I can recall, where they kind of have trade schools, where they'll, if they're training the, the kids to be, to work in a hotel and, and chefs, catering, yeah. they'll have a restaurant where they kind of, you know, they practice on, on, mm-hmm. on the punters yeah. like you or I. And, but you can go and you get a very cheap meal and, and the kids will have, will have prepared it. And hopefully they'll have, been supervised to such a degree that they won't you know poison you but um but you might you might get a very nice meal and you might get something a bit sort of uh, experimental um we record a podcast on friday but and we've already eaten obviously but is it open also on the weekends or it's just some of them are not many most of them are just a weekday thing but uh yeah yeah some are so um yeah shop around the place i went to today was up near the mlekichova um market and there are tons of places up there. They're not really Yedalen, all of them, but there are lots of places serving food of one kind or another. And I think those places, are, are quite a lot of those will be there on Saturday because that's a big day for the market. For and there must be many in Bratislava. Literally every place where there's significant employment nearby, a factory, a big office block or something, there'll be a couple of them around it. And then there are the, the residential ones uh, as well in places like Petrozelka and Rizino and, and, and the bigger residential districts. So, um, yeah, there are lots of places that, that do denim menu. Actual Yedalen, Probably several dozen, if not a couple of hundred. Okay. So, so you've got no excuses. Go out there now. Support I'll your local leader. <laughs> I'll go get a Privarok. <laughs> and then I'll tell you how it works. <laughs> yeah. We can't wait to hear. Okay. Thank you very much, James. You're welcome. Well, I've eaten, but I'm beginning to starve again. Anyways, thank you, James, for introducing Yedalen to our listeners and for reminding me that Privarok is still cooked in Slovakia. I hope you all loved this episode, now it's your turn. Go and try dining out at one of their self-service canteens. Before you go, do not forget to subscribe and review our spectacular Slovakia podcast. You'll find it on spectator.sk, but also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. If you're eating, enjoy your meal, or as we say in Slovakia, dobrú chuť. I'll be back next week, I promise. See ya!